What's up, y'all? This is indeed the man. Chilling like a villain, sing like Bob Dylan, keep it all over some double stuff. And right now, I'm about to talk to two gentlemen who are friends of mine who I've known since 2003. Super talented guys, really cool. They have this really cool thing called Elite Retro Agency. And I just want to welcome to the show Joe, aka Exile, and Jason. What's up, y'all? How you doing today? What's up now? Good man, what's good? What's going on? Uh, what were you guys like as kids, and what game made you fall? What video game made you fall in love with gaming? Go first, uh, exile. <laughs> um, as a kid, I was I was really quiet, and um, I was like to myself a lot. You know, um, I don't know. I, I I came across video games, playing games with my cousin, um, Sonic the Hedgehog for some reason, blew my mind when I first played Sonic and just how fast the game moved and just, I, I don't know. Yeah. It, was, it was it was something about it that just was like, you know, wow, you know what I'm saying? But the game that I would say that made me fall in love with gaming was probably um, Turtles Part 1, the first Turtles on Nintendo. Okay, yeah. The, the reason why was because of its difficulty. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just because of the franchise. Um, right turtles it was because of the difficulty like turtles rewarded you for strategic gameplay you know know what i'm saying it was like the game was supposed to be difficult and i appreciated that you know what i mean the first game i ever beat in my life was mario 3 that's the first game i ever beat in my life um and after i beat that game um i wanted to try you know because i'm like well this is possible to beat games let me try to beat a hard game that everyone says I can't beat or, or can't be beaten or, you know, whatever. So right. I kind of buckled down and, and, and figured out turtles on my own. And I, I, I beat a game that everyone says was impossible to beat. Mm-hmm. So once I did that, it was like, you know what I'm saying? It was no turning back after that. I, I felt like, you know what I'm saying? Like I have a knack for this. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah I, be, I beat it too. I beat it by the skin of my teeth, but I beat it back in the day. And then, like I said, I, I, I feel you, man. It's like, it's a super challenge. <laughs> yeah. It's super challenging, but it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. What about you, Jay? Kid, I was, I was kind of shy, quiet, whatever. I've always played stuff. I'm trying to think of like the first game that kind of drugged me like that. I used to play a lot of, uh, when I was little, I used to play a lot of uh, Galaga, Space Invaders, and Pole Position at Arcade, Centipede, all that stuff, like laundromat-type games, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember my mom actually holding me up to play the games, you know what I'm saying? And so my mom had a 2600, and so did my grandfather. So when I was young, it was already there. So Mm -hmm. um, when the Nintendo came out, I was four. And um, my grandfather got one from Nichols, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Nichols>. <laughs> now you're saying a little real pop. <laughs> so, like, do you guys remember, like, like I remember clearly, like when I first, like, I was probably the last pe- person in my group to get a Nintendo, mm. and I just remember not expecting to get it because it was just me, my mom, and my um, and my sister, and right. I remember opening it up like and I, I almost cried you know what I'm saying it was like it was a real it was a real big deal for me you know what I mean so right and that gaming system is to me was revolutionary so what right. what the what um 
<clears throat> do you remember when you first got your Nintendo? Oh yeah, we had um, they like the first five games we had. Uh, we had Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Kung Fu. Oh God. Hmm. Uh, the first couple ones we had were uh, it was Mario, Super Mario, Kung Fu. Um, and then we eventually got you know any we got the rest of like the the NES Mario stuff or whatever. But at a certain point, uh, my uncle got me a lot of different titles like almost overnight. So it's like I went from like in-house Nintendo titles to like playing like early Konami stuff. So it was like one week you're playing Mario two, and then it's like the next week it's Contra and Jackal and stuff like that. So I was like, nice. Yeah, though, because like one of my rewards from you know report cards or like honor roll type things, we would get money and go rent things from Blockbuster on the weekend and try to smash the game in two days. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy. It's a different. It's a different time now. About yeah, you, Gerald. Do you remember when you first got a Nintendo? Yeah, I do actually. Um, so uh, you know, I, I was I was bought up. But brought up not really getting gifts and presents and things. Right. You know, we didn't celebrate Christmas or birthdays or anything like that. So um, I was never gifted anything, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. So what I what I had to do, I, I, I had a plan. <laughs> um, me and my sister was going to just do chores around the house, um, do things for our parents, like cook them breakfast in bed and, you know, just, you know what I'm saying? And, and like, <laughs> there will be TV children. Do what? You be like children on TV, sliding uh, down the banister with the breakfast and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we was like, dude, we like made a menu for my parents. It was like eggs was seventy five cents, bacon was like a dollar. You know what I'm saying? And we like, oh y'all, were, y'all were criminals. Oh man, <laughs> criminals. No, he talking about. No. <laughs> no, we were like, we were like, we were like, okay, here's your breakfast in bed, and um, we was like pretend like waiters and stuff and we give them orange juice and everything and they give us a couple of dollars and stuff and we basically did that chores all that stuff for about a year me and my sister we saved up our money until we got about 90 dollars or so uh-huh. and um and we both presented the money to our father and says we want a nintendo and we got the money to pay for it so then wow yeah so then we went to toys r us and you know we had ninety dollars, and Nintendo was like hundred and twenty or 20, something. Yeah. So he basically paid the rest, and we got a Nintendo. You know what I'm saying? And and it came with Mario Three, Super Mario Bros. Three, and that that was the reason. Yeah, we got it like late. We got it okay. in like ninety something. You know what I'm saying? Was that around the time they had like the Nintendo with the top, the top and, and insertion? Oh, they did, but that's not the one we got. Okay, okay. We got one of the last bundles that they, they had because this uh-huh. bundle came with Mario 3. The usual okay. bundles come with Mario 1 and Duck Hunt. Um, but by the time we by the time we got a Nintendo, it was, you know what I'm saying, in the tail end of its of its life. So Mario the orange, the orange zapper, right? Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, all right, so look. It came, yeah, it came with it. it was My grandfather, when he got his Nintendo, he got the old school gray zapper and a lot of people want that zapper because that's how it looks like captain in zapper right <laughs> but i will tell you this i will tell you this 
the orange fellows work better and the click is louder. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, uh, okay, so, you know, I ask everybody this on my show. So, like, growing up, what was your favorite cereal? Oh, God. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> Any form of corn. Like, you know, like, those, those cereals that were all Captain Crunch with variations where it's like, oh, it's Batman cereal. Oh, Right. <laughs> this and that. It's Mr. T. T it's Mr. blah, T. blah, blah. It's fucking <laughs> corn, bro. Uh, Donkey Kong, too. Donkey Kong had, like, the little barrels. It was I remember it's, Nintendo it's, cereal. Nintendo it's, cereal was dope. It's, it was just the same as, like, nerd cereal. It's like, you had two sides. One side right. was the Zelda. It was you know like, what I'm saying? It's a breakfast system. It didn't even say Nintendo cereal. It said Nintendo Breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Bro, they had a whole song. They was like, Nintendo. Nintendo. Breakfast now. Nintendo. Nintendo. It's a cereal. It's a cereal. Wow. wow. <laughs> man, look. Come on, man. It they was nerd. Stop messing around and bring back jingles. They need to stop messing around. It was like, it was like, no, they don't. Because look, as an 80s baby, shit just be coming in my head jingle-wise, you know what I'm saying? Get a flat tire, crossfire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> cat in the cues like flat that. Dude, real. Flat Shark That's why they got so much anxiety now. All the games were like fucked up. Operation, mm. Shark Attack, Crocodile Dentist. Don't wait. <laughs> Damn, Daddy! Don't, don't wait, Daddy! What's Daddy gonna do when he wakes? It's all horror. It's survival horror in the form of board games. <clears throat> Connect Four. They said, "Watch for the drop." Forgetting your stuff. You're you know stuck. what I'm saying? You're stuck. <laughs> You're stuck. <laughs> it's all anxiety. They make money off of anxiety. They're like, "Oh shit." Take out this uh wishbone, you know what I'm saying? Ah shit. You don't touch the sides. Electrocution. You know what I'm saying? What what about party? Pizza party. Pizza party. <laughs> yeah, um, a game called Bed Bugs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that game with loud as they, they had bed bugs and cooties. <laughs> Yo. So you could play bed bugs and actually wake up your daddy and get in trouble. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Don't Wake Daddy for real. Hey, look, man. One thing you must know as an 80s child to eat cereal. Beware the sog is. Mm-hmm. What, what's, what's that? The, oh, that's the Captain Crunch. Right, yes, Captain Crunch. They used to give out the, the, the weirdest cereal prizes. I had like a, from Captain Crunch, I got a glow-in-the-dark soggy. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> no, do you remember? Do you, do you remember inside of Frosted Flakes they used to have this this thing you put in a water bottle and it'll float the, up the, and the down. Swimming Tony, people like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, Jared. What was your favorite cereal? You never said it. Oh, um, Crunchy Bungus. Crunchy Bungus is not a cereal, <laughs> but the turtles had a cereal. Man, that shit was garbage too. It was look. It was the nets. It was some nets. And it was some stale marshmallows. Like, yeah. And like a sword. It was like a sword, a a ninja net. Because ninjas like throwing nets on people on cereal. So it's like, yo. Honestly, no, no. 
honestly, um, <laughs> it's weird because I mean, as a kid, we I didn't we didn't really get like the cereals. You know what I'm saying? That all the other kids used to get. Um, oh yeah. So like it used to be um Kellogg's corn pops. You know what I'm saying? It just corn pops. It was simple. They were corn pops, yo. No, nope. They taste like corn. They taste like styrofoam now, but they were good. They're like corn pops are like are like bougie kicks. (laughs) Bougie kicks. (laughs) No, man. I just I just love corn pops. The texture, the the lightly sweetened. I I love the corn. The the, the texture is almost like balled up masking tape. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. Yes, hell is. Yes, hell is. No, it was like I I like I was like with Gerald. Like I didn't get like the sugary cereals or nothing like that in my household. But I would go to my cousin's house. He would have everything from Smurfberry Crunch to all the monster cereals to like. And I would be, I, I would go like, I would like, I would like detour. I'd be like, hey, how you doing? Okay. I'll go right straight to the kitchen, open up the cupboard and see what they got. And they had yeah. tricks. They had yeah. Pac-Man cereal. Oh, yeah. All oh. Stuff. Bro, listen, oh. I'm going I'm to tell you some good stuff. Like back in the day, that was like the, um, I guess that was like, a, a, um, what's the word I'm trying to find? Like the cool kids had the good cereal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you want to be friends with the cool kids. If you got a Nintendo and you got some good cereal, hey, look, we friends. Hey, look, no. hey, look, no. I wasn't any cereal that had like marshmallows and shit like that. Yeah. I didn't Why? see I, I didn't eat, I didn't eat my cereal with milk. So it was just like, oh, let me uh, chew some styrofoam. Bump that. <laughs> I forgot How the hell like you giving kids marshmallows and cereal and acting like it's food? <laughs> oh man. They're just trying to make them eat in the morning. Just like the yeah, Pop-Tarts. It's, it's, Pop-Tarts it's is just sugar, sugar, man. Yeah, it's just sugar to get you, like, hooked on it. That's mainly it, honestly. You know I, remember I, I remember I actually woke up early enough to go to a school breakfast, and they had Pop-Tarts, and they just served it to us like that. I'm like, really? You ain't going to toast it? Just serve it cold? But it was delicious. And we ain't had Pop-Tarts <laughs> like that. So it was like, this is this is amazing to me. Now, we had Pop-Tarts. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dixie. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so did they just, like, hand you a Pop-Tart, or was it on a plate, or was no, it they, even in the they, foil? No, it is put it on a plate. Pop-Tart. There you go. Yep. That was, that was it? Hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. And juice. We had juice. Like, you know hold the on. little juices? That's so it. the Pop-Tart was, like, the main character and the side? Yeah, there were no sides. This pop tart, this is eighties. They gave Hold no on. damn. No, <laughs> all right. Was it a pop tart? Hold on. Was it a pop tart, or was it a toaster pastry? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think it was a pop tart. I think it was I a Kellogg's like, pop tart. Cool. All right, so that's own brand. So like, all right, if <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was it frosted? Yes. And it was blueberry. Blueberry? Yes, blueberry. Yes, sir. And you know for a fact, you know for certain that this was a Kellogg's. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm 100% sure it was Kellogg's. Who? Well, you Kellogg's. don't need shit else then. Y'all need no, look, look. <laughs> you want you Kellogg's, get Kellogg's, you're going to get, you're going to get frosted flakes with the damn polar bear. Oh, my God. You know God. what I'm saying? You get the Kellogg's, you got to get the off-brand cereal. You can't have it both ways. True that, true that, true that. 
Because I, I, I did have the Frosted Flakes with the polar bear, and he looked cockeyed. And he just holding a spoon and yeah. a fork. I don't know what that was all about. Dude, but. dude, you remember that time we went to Walmart late night, <laughs> and they had this, uh, this, um, it was a Captain Crunch thing, and it was uh, called Silly Horn. And it was a clown. <laughs> yeah, it, was dude, a, it, was a, it was an ear corn. <laughs> it was an ear corn with some, like, goose clown makeup. Like, goose like with the, the, the frowny face. <laughs> It was called silly corn, right? But the corn won't smile, and he was just like, and he had a frown on, like he was about to kill people. But I can't find it no more. Wow! I even looked online. It's like they removed silly corn because, it, like, somebody might have been ready to quit and made this mascot. But he looked crazy, dude. It was like an ear corn with the, with like eyes and stuff, right? And he had on some sad kind of makeup. Yeah. I remember, I remember we, me and my friends used to do this. We would walk, walk, walk through Winn Dixie, and we'd just look at all of the generic brand stuff. Like they're, um, like uh, they had, they didn't have Miracle Whip, but they had Smart Beat. Do you remember Smart Beat? Ooh. <laughs> Smart Beat. I never heard oh, that. No. Before. I never heard that before. What about that Pam, that Pam Burger partner though? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here? Yeah, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Pam Burger, Pam Burger partner. <laughs> <laughs> hamburger party, yeah, I remember that. Oh, oh hamburger, <laughs> hamburger party, pan burger. It's a pan burger. Oh, pan burger partner, got you. <laughs> oh, I got it now. I got it. Pan burger partner. <laughs> like right now, I'm at a I'm at a phase where I don't want to be like emotionally attached to certain foods because you can't find shit for a long time nowadays. I haven't seen go look. I work at a gas station. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen golden cheese in almost a year. The golden cheese tubes or the snack mix. That's you talking about made by Lance. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, 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 okay. Because they were shaped like little hexagons, right? Oh yeah. Oh yes, yes. Little hexagons of, of, of the baked cheddar cheese goodness. <laughs> Money bags and cups. Um. So can you, can, you, can you tell us? Ex, can you tell us exact? Tell uh, can you tell me like how you guys came up with um Elite Retro Agency and the name and what does it mean exactly? I mean, can you tell us what it's all about? It means we're better than everyone else. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first it was going to be um the Arcade Renaissance Club, but Jermaine no, got scared. No, 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 it was never going to be no arcade renaissance. <laughs> How dare you? We had pantaloons, we had wigs. It was like a hellfire club. No, no. It was like a hellfire club with pantaloons. <laughs> That's no, we never had that. No, listen. No, I had, I had an idea. I had an idea a few years back to just do something with gaming. Just something. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, that's we, you know, we. Oh game. man, elite started in high school. We just didn't know what it was. What well, a word, elite? No, no. Yes, elite started in high school. The name. We're gonna do something with it. We're gonna do something with it. We just didn't know what. <laughs> and um, years later, you know, what I'm saying I was like, "Yo, let's do something with with gaming. Let's do something with it." And we was like, "All right." And um, we kind of was like, "All right, when we want to use the word elite, we're playing retro games." So mm-hmm. we got to figure out something. And eventually we just came up with agency, elite retro agency. You know what I'm saying? I think back in the day, agency. we always kind of want to be secret agents. You know what I'm saying? That was my, yeah, yeah. I thought being a secret agent was cool. 
So, you know, the term agency is kind of, you feel what I'm saying? It's kind of indicative of like, of like, you know, a secret, you know what I'm saying, group or something. You feel me? Yeah. Because like, because even on your page, on your Instagram page, you never see you got, we don't see you guys' faces. You just see all of the gameplay. So it's like, it's kind of mysterious. But, um, but like, can I, like, like okay, so you both play the games, and then like the or you guys take turns in doing that. Uh, who chooses the games? Like it's what, all it's all what you feel. Yeah, it's a, okay. it's, it's literally like a like a free for all. We, I mean, of course, we work off each other. You know, what okay. saying in a way like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna load like four videos when I just saw I just saw you know arcade um you know upload three or something like that. I'm like okay. He's uploading videos. Let me just do mine tomorrow. You feel what I'm saying? It's just it's a synergy. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That gotcha. we, we feel. If if I feel like, you know what I'm saying, oh, you know, I need to post. I haven't posted in a while. Let me go ahead and post. Um, you know, ERA uh hadn't posted in a couple of days. Let me go ahead and jump on it. You know, okay. And um, if I feel like uh there, there, there's a reason to play a game, like for instance, yesterday. We put up um, a, a TMNT like mashup, okay, and edit from different TMNT games. We put it up there because of the release of Shredder's Revenge. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Which is kind of a bad title for a game because there's already a game called Revenge of Shredder. Is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why Hyper Soul Heist is known in Japan. So uh, it's like when you get generic naming conventions, like with Batman and Turtle stuff. It gets to a point where you're overlapping naming. So they could have named that game anything else. Hmm. Oh, Shredder's Revenge is back. Dude, the game's smooth. <laughs> but that, that, that name ain't smooth. Like, really, that that's what you name it? Hmm. Hmm. I didn't know about the Hyperstone Heist. I would call it Beat the Shell Out of Motherfuckers. Beat the... <laughs> but <laughs> but, but I, th- I think it's really cool what you guys doing, though, because, like, I remember growing up and and um, going to the arcades, and if you didn't know how to play a game, you would kind of wait for it to go into the demo, er- you know, kind of to the demo playthrough area. It can you kind of get a gist of how to play it just by watching, mm-hmm. or you you know it kind of hypes you up for even playing the game. And right. I think that's really it's really I, it kind of so when I see you, and it was really brilliant is too is like there's there are a lot of games you guys play that I have never heard of. So like it, it it gives me a chance to look like oh that looks pretty cool I, I might think about if I if I were to get back to you know buying games and I would want to buy something like that you know so um I think that's really I think it's really different what you guys are doing you know what I'm saying and so to kind of go um go back to what I say about arcades do you think that if uh I was I was watching this documentary about um blockbuster video and there's only one blockbuster left in America that's over there in Bend Oregon and so my question is. Do you think? Do you think if it's possible that uh, if for um, blockbusters and videos and uh, video uh, <clears throat> renting places and even arcades to come back into existence? Do you think that's possible? Are we too far along with streaming and everything easily handed to us? Where that you can, you know, I mean, you can have arcades and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, say you have physical arcades and everything, but you have to have the gamer base to come support it. You know, what I'm saying you have to. It's one of those things you can have arcades and barcades now, but you have to have something supplementary to pay bills. You know, so it's like, yeah, you're not going to 
make the night from arcade games like that, but you can still feature them. Usually they'll be serving food or offering something right. else going on, right. you know what right. I'm saying? Right. So they're they viable because it's like you look everywhere, retro gaming is everywhere, but as with every other fandom right now, there's always those that are doing it to try to flip a gimmick or get a hustle and are not really yeah. into it. It's more like a novelty and it's more than a novelty. It's like you can't, once you try to like marginalize and generalize things or any kind of fandom, even like with music, when you're trying to marginalize hip hop, it loses its meaning. It's like, mm. if it ain't real, you know what I'm saying? The old heads are going to smell it. And I smell a lot of gimmicks and gamings now. It's like you have a lot of people that folk or say their focus is gaming content, but it's basically promoting themselves. It's like I don't play to like, oh, wow, wow, Arcade's Revenge is the best. No, I don't do all that. I play it for the culture. It's like if I feel that retro gaming is becoming a gimmick or a fad, I play even harder to show that it's actually real. You know what I mean? I was never one of those kids that uh, whined about the game being hard. Like, even when we had the 2600, I kept the thing on the difficulty switch. My mom was like, you can put it on difficult, but if you cry, <laughs> it's either going down or you're cutting it off. So it's like, I'm like, hmm. Well, if I'm <laughs> better, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or it was one of those things It's like, as a yeah. child, you don't know how much money your family has. But at right. the same time, I didn't want to be like, hey, mom, can I get another quarter? Can I get another quarter? Because I actually felt embarrassed when I died <laughs> like, as a child. I had like a lot of, I put a lot of pressure on myself. But it's like, I chill now. So it's like, I just play, record. Sometimes I specifically play something for a specific purpose or whatever. And sometimes it's just like, I'll tell you what. It's like we we're talking about with the jingles. There are sometimes I'll play a game just because the music popped up in my head that day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so it, like, it works like that because sometimes, like even with songs, you'll get a part of a lyric in your head, you'll be like, damn, what song is that from? Then you realize what song it is, and then like you listen to it, and it's like the message was waiting there for you, or like subconsciously your brain is telling you you need to hear this or pay attention to this, this phrase or something. So it's like it's just like that with gaming and everything. I try to keep it natural so it's like no one never knows what we're going to post. No one ever knows what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. We don't have a schedule. It's like, bam, you know what I'm saying? We don't bam, know. You know what I'm saying? Continue with strong songs and jams. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They don't know. They don't know where it's coming from. And I wanted to keep it random like that because I'm a random type of person. So it's like, as long as we bomb and move, show people what's up, I want, like, my goal we're making a video isn't like, hey, look at me. It's more like, hey, check this game out. That's yeah. another reason I put them on the highest difficulty because the game is like the most alive that it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the game yeah, is throwing down you. Yeah, yeah I so think it's the like, hard difficulty is the real game. That's the real right, game. Right, that's the real game. So it's like mm -hmm. even on like, say for instance, games like, like Super Contra. Yes. Until you put it on hard, there's some certain enemies that you never even see because their sprite isn't programmed to be in the regular version. Like there's extra enemies. So it's like, play it. Play it. There's no need to be scared of it. I'm not going to keep buying games and putting money into games and like not trying to adapt to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's cool.
So what, what do you think, Gerald? Do you think there's room for that? Like, you know, like I said, the, the like the same question for you. Yeah, for the um like room for arcades. Um yeah. it's like I was actually sitting here thinking about it when you asked me, and I was thinking, like, would I go to an arcade? You know what I'm saying? Like now mm-hmm. and I absolutely would go to an arcade. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like for sure, I would go to an arcade because it ain't just the games, it's the camaraderie. It's the right. ability, you know, it's the ability to like, you know, what I'm saying be there with other gamers, kind of like, you know, what I'm saying, trying out your skills, see, see how good you are. This is, you feel what I'm saying? And like that can't always happen in somebody's home, in somebody's house. Right. right. That that can't always happen like that. So, you know, what I'm saying I would I would I would definitely, definitely, you know, what I'm saying welcome. And I mean, nowadays that we've been in the quarantine for so long, people are looking for a reason to get out the house. Oh, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And if you had, like, let's say, for instance, you had an event. You had an event. You had a gaming event. You know what I'm saying? Um, I really feel like, you know, that would pull in a lot of, a lot of people to, to attend. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. A live event. You know what I'm saying? People still go to esports uh, events live. You know, they're usually packed. You know what I'm saying? All folks are usually doing is watching um, high-level players play. Yeah. You know? Um, so there's definitely a market for arcades. Um, but it's kind of more like, like Jason said, like, I don't think it's just arcade, like, games and, like, that's it. Like, right. a supplemental offering, you know, you, you got to do a little, a little something. You know right. what I'm saying? The majority of folks still playing arcade games or grew up playing arcade games are, like, old enough to drink, you know, right. um, you know right. Put, a, put, put, a, put like a pinball table there. Put a, put a few pinballs, which is tied in because pinballs are the, the they're like the ancestors of the arcade games. And even further than that, before pinball, pinball used to be when pinball got popular. That was what they were blaming high school delinquency on. They said people were skipping school to go play pinball. I mean, they were. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> they gonna yeah. do what they do regardless. You know what I'm saying? I skipped school to play Neo Geo and CPS two games. So it's like okay. But even before that, before pinball, pinball isn't even the original game. It's Bagatelle. Bagatelle were like tables. You probably seen them already. Got like the pins sitting up, like you know how the balls hit the pins on, on you know whatever. Yeah. Pinball is like motorized Bagatelle. So it's like people always had something, yeah. even before arcade games. And even now, it's like with certain systems, like, say, for instance, the Nintendo Switch, I look at the Nintendo Switch, I don't look at it as a, a handheld because I'm not a handheld gamer. I, I don't, I, I, I like handhelds, but it's like, I'm not going to sit there and hold it and play, you know what I'm Because you got to hold it still and all sorts of stuff. So it's yeah. like, I like my Switch because you can dock it and everything, but the way I look at it, it's like a mobile personalized arcade in a way, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, it's a, it's a system. I mean, it was one of the first systems I got back into the gaming with because it's like there's no cin- there's no center towards the gameplay as far as like you get what you want out of the system instead of like, hey, here's a, a first person shooter that everybody has. No, it's like Switch. There's no. Yeah, you can choose your own niche. Yeah. Yeah. You know they got they got um they like they have a lot of developers, you know, what I'm saying making games that aren't you know, like well-known and, and famous. There's a lot of different people who um who, who make, you know, even like retro games, they get right. ported to the Switch. You feel me? People that um not not well-known developers. 
make games right. and they get put on the switch. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the switch you have, you have access to so such a lot. Like the switch has the most games in any gaming console, like ever. Like I looked it up a while ago. It was like 3000 games or something, something like that. You know, oh, wow. instead of the modern gamer, I played back in the day for like fellowship, playing fighting games and stuff, being an arcade, having a group and everything. But now <laughs> it's like I'm that whole online game. I don't really do online gaming. I, you know, I don't play to meet people and socialize. It's like because it's like, are you meeting other players or are you just meeting people with the same hardware? You know, so it's like everybody does a game for the same thing, you know? So a, lot it's like, those, a lot of those gamers can get uh, – Online gamers, they could be really vulgar oh, and you know, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and really coming. I want to kill you just for you know, just crazy shit. <laughs> you know, um, so I, I wanted to ask you this, this is a very important question, man. Like, so, um, can you kind of like tell us, like, your opinion, the importance of having a hobby like gaming? Because in the past, like, gaming was uh, looked down negatively, you know, in the media. Oh, you know, gaming is the reason why this. Gaming is the reason why this happens. But I think it's oh, important yeah. to have a hobby like that, especially if you work in a nine to five. Because if you work a nine to five, so much of that, if you if you if you're just doing that, that could become oh, yeah. who you are and you're oh, becoming yeah. your identity. So, so the main yeah. thing that I can say on that is that with hobbies and interests, mm -hmm. you have hobbies, interests, and vices. The general person, well, I won't say that, but a lot of people don't know the difference between the three, between hobbies, interests, and vices. So you'll have some people, they'll consider like playing scratch offs a hobby, and that's not true. Right, that's a vice. Scratch offs are a vice, like lottery's a vice, because <laughs> you can't do it without spending money. Right. You can't play lottery without paying to play lottery. You can't buy scratch offs. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so it's like a lot of people have vices and never end up with hobbies. It's like you have people that their vice might be drugs and their money goes and it's like the money goes into, you know, whatever and it's gone. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with lottery. You can play lottery. There's nothing wrong with playing lottery. Some people play it to a point where it's a vice. It's a vice either way because you cannot deal with it without consuming so it's like when you have gaming to a certain extent gaming can be self-sufficient because once you buy the game the game is the game it's a tangible product you can play with it you know what i'm saying so like i'm of the type if i'm a, if i'm gonna spend my money or even mess up my money i want something tangible at the end of the day that i can look at instead of be like oh well i scratch these numbers off for a few seconds and and then, uh, then there's like you said, there, there, there. Are, uh, I, I'm gonna ask you the same question, Gerald. But then I'm thinking about there's so many benefits in gaming. You know, like I, I, I'm, I'm bad at it now. But when I was a kid, it was like I, I mean, hand-eye coordination, especially with those early Nintendo games. Memory, yeah. you got to have a great memory, and you know, you know, yeah. learning the patterns, and I mean, all that stuff. You know, there's so many benefits with gaming. So, Gerald. Well, what do you think of the uh, what's what's the importance of having a hobby like gaming? No, honestly, man. Like, I mean, you know, 
it's, it's very important. You know what I'm saying? It's very important to have something that you can call your own. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really important. Like, and and as like you were saying, that gaming has benefits. You know what I'm saying? Like there are benefits to gaming. Of course, there is a such thing as doing too much of anything mm-hmm. is a bad thing. You know, yeah. you know, I don't can I don't agree with like, you know, completely being addicted to, you know, gaming or whatever. Um, but I, I think it is important to have a hobby. And I'm gonna speak on gaming specifically. Like for me, um, I did get that little burst of confidence um when I beat turtles, for example. Yeah, that sense that, of accomplishment. Yes, and it is. It's, it's, it's more like validation. Video games was like my validation. Like for instance, when everyone told me that Turtles couldn't be beat, I beat it. And it validated, it validated the fact that I believed that it can be beat. Right. You know and in, in the fact that- No, I was it's not even that it can be beat. The fact that it validated the fact that you said you were going to beat it and beat it. It's that you beat it. Yeah. Yeah, with, with no help from Nintendo Power, with no... Right, I don't do all that. I, I didn't call a 1-800 number. <laughs> nothing. I just sat, I sat with the game, and I literally... Yeah. The I ain't gonna lie, though. I ain't gonna lie. Ball Bull used to knock me out, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't get me started on Mike Tyson punch-out. Man, oh, look, bro. You know I never beat Mike Tyson? No, the second Ball Bull was the worst. You know, when he, like, when you had to, you had to fight him again? Yes. Hmm. I was like, bro. Yeah. Yo, when you first get that that Super Macho Man <laughs> knockout, though. Who when he spin her? Whoa. Man, I still love that game. Like, like, who? And then he just like do some spins on you, boy. Right. Man. I had soda. I had I had nightmares about soda Popimsky. Like, for some reason, I had I struggled with him. I don't know why. He'd be like, <laughs> like I, well, it was the same laugh that Gannon did. Oh, 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 oh. It was the yeah, same yeah, fucking yeah, it laugh. It is. I'm oh, sorry, yo. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, but yeah man. Mm-hmm. No. I was like, yeah, gaming and hobbies, no, they, they are important. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, I really. Dude, we were, it's like, like we weren't, we weren't like made to be workers. So it's like, why would you not yes. do something else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. You know, it's, it's really weird. When people don't do anything or at least have interest in something, that's fine. Right. Because, uh, you know, you work with people, some some people that just take their job. I mean, they're passionate about their job and that's fine. But like they expect you to be just as passionate. I'm like, dude, I'm just I'm, I'm going to work hard while I'm here. But as soon as eight o'clock get here, I'm out. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I mean, and I have to do something to kind of shake that off as soon as I get off work. I got to do something. Because otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel like I'm just that. So right. you know, I think it's important to have a hobby like like gaming. Um, so I gotta ask you, what are what the top you? three gaming systems of all time? Go. Wait, all time? Top three of all time? Top all three time? gaming systems of all time. Dude, the NES, the okay. regular Nintendo is one of the top gaming systems of all time. I will never. I will. I will die on that hill. The NES, okay. the, play, the PlayStation One, okay, the PS One, is one of the greatest, greatest of all time, because I feel like the PS One ushered in everything we're playing right now. That's like, true. The PS One was the turning point for gaming, and and that's when polygons, three dimensional, it 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 changed. Now, now hold on, hold on. Are we talking like all right? 
do you want to know top three as far as what we think are the most important or our top three favorites personally? Okay. Well, I think it's one in the the most important and personal. I can't think I, of three. It's one in the I can't think of three off the break. I will, I'll, say, I'll say three. The three most important would have to be NES, PS1, and uh, the damn um, Game Boy. Just like the full family of Game Boys. Right. Right, okay. Like, Nintendo was invincible from, like, 88 till yeah. fucking now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. which is like a, a child of the Game Boy, yeah. I never, I, I never even thought about the Game Boy. I was like, like they got people buying those systems with green dot matrix display. <laughs> and motherfuckers lost their mind, boy. Yeah. My si- I, I never had one. My sister even had one. I remember like she always would play Tetris. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I know uh, Gerald, I know you didn't want me to ask this, but I gotta ask this, man. Okay. Ah, is Genesis game version game. of Moonwalker's better? Oh, oh, no, what? What do you? Uh, no, what do you say? Well, what are what are your top three gaming <clears throat> soundtracks of all time? Oh, yeah, there you go. Gaming soundtracks? Yeah, music, gaming soundtracks, and I, I, Mega Man Two better be on that list. But say <laughs> top three. Top three. Look, I will say this. I'm not like a real, I'm not a I'm not a big Mega Man player, but part two is the best. Yeah. I always flip off between part two and three. Two is like in my mind is like the backbone of the series. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just like just in a way I'm gonna compare when I play a Sonic game, two. Like, yeah. when Sonic 4 came out, I'm like, okay, what kind of – y'all Sonic team, what what Sonic game had you played that your jump doesn't move with your running momentum? Exactly. It's like, run, 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 hold up, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking serious, man? Stop, and then you drop. Like, Sonic stops in midair and then drops down. Like, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Torque. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that movie, no. That, 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 it was like it was like movie, 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 plot, movie. <laughs> Guess what? A prototype bike that goes three hundred miles. Now we're down the goddamn street. Oh, Barker Boys, I think. I think that was Barker Boys. Not <laughs> <laughs> Tor- no, Torque had that super souped oh, up motorcycle at the end. It was like this. It was like. So which one? <laughs> so which? <laughs> So, <laughs> the boys are like, the boys are like, fuck this frown, man. <laughs> Yo. Yo, that shit was wild. Dude. That movie, movie was, was terrible. Oh. No, no, it was Torque, the one with the Hummer. Yeah, yeah. The sign fell down, and the Hummer yes. used the used the sign as a ramp, and then in the hey, next scene, it was literally dropping straight down on top of another vehicle, <laughs> like Sonic. Man, look, it's about like that. Oh, hold on. <laughs> What about when, when Queen Latifah was in that Hummer, though? Queen Latifah was in Torque? What Hummer? No, in Taxi. Uh, oh, I ain't seen Taxi in a long time, so I don't Ooh. know what you're talking about. Dude, she was riding a bike in the beginning. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Ooh. <laughs> she doing some stunts. Man, look. 
She was doing some stunt dog stunts is what the fuck she was doing. Get on my, my shoes. He was doing some like Dave Mirror if he had mutant power type shit. Like <laughs> this bitch was like <laughs> she was turning dimes on like the top of the lamppost. Like it was a musical. It might as well had Turbo in there with the damn broom. <laughs> <laughs> top you can get top three gaming soundtracks. Yeah, what, what you got? That's the thing. I don't have a lot. Like I, I I made a list a long time ago about like a yeah top, I remember, but it wasn't soundtracks. It was top ten like actual like songs, actual oh, okay um, songs. Streets of Rage right. like two, like one and two. I can't really choose one <laughs> song necessarily. Oh, I'm gonna choose two. If I hold on, if I had to choose one, it'd be Streets of Rage two, the final battle with Mr. X, the final battle, Streets of Rage two. Um, that's one of the top three for me. Okay. Um, what expander? Who? That that track is called expander. That one? Uh uh-uh. uh, it's not called expander. Um, man, see, I don't know. I don't know if anybody else did this. I used to put my uh my um Sega Genesis. I used, I used to go to sound the um. Yeah, that's what it was for. That's what it's made for. And then you put the song on and you just leave it on. And, and yeah, it. Don't forget that the uh, that Model 1 had that headphone jack. Oh, yes, sir. Sure did. Yeah. Yes, sir. yes it did. It show damn did. <laughs> I, would, I remember I would do that with Sonic 2 because I would love this, the theme song. <laughs> Yo. Sonic 2, man. Sonic yes. 2 has some good music, dog. Dude, the casino, the casino zone, at the, the two-player one, the Mystic Cave. Ooh, the Mystic way. Cave, though. Mystic yeah. Cave, that thing, that I thing like the Labyrinth on part one. It's the, was it the Starlight Zone? Yes, sir. Then again, I didn't have a Sega Genesis. You know what's weird about Sonic, though? Like, in the older games, it's almost as if they were implying he was fast because of the shoes. Really? Because, like, I think on one of the Game Gear ones, he had an item that, like, it was a it was a pair of shoes that, like, it was weird. Oh, that's I remember that. Right. Yeah, in part two. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It's all good. And, and the Sonic movies. CD, Sonic CDs is one of my favorite Sonic titles. Surprisingly, yeah. the movies aren't bad. The movies are decent. I was surprised by that, too. The thing is, it shouldn't be hard to make those movies. Mm. It really shouldn't. But the thing is, it's cool and all, but they need to do something with the, the Saturday morning cartoon. Like, they need to do something with, like, the underground. That was the shit. Is that the, the one Julio White voiced? Yes, sir. Yeah. Now, some, of, some of those Sonic cartoons were weird. Like, Sonic Underground, the one where he had, like, a brother and a sister, and they had a, a band. I'm like, no, nah, dude. <laughs> they had a band? Yeah, his brother was... His brother, look, his brother was green and was pretty much like a, a pothead. His name was uh, Manic the Hedgehog. <laughs> wow. You're lying. You're lying. I'm not, look at that shit up, Manic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I'm not playing. Look, check this out, check this out, check this out. All right, music, listen. Streets Raised to Revenge of Mr. X. It's called Revenge of Mr. X. That's the name of the song. Oh, the one, the long part, one thing. 
Were the pure moods beat in the beginning? Uh-uh. Okay. All right, top three on Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack. Top three? Top three? Okay. Top three? Yeah. I mean, you want to give me three or you? That second drop on Spin on the Bridge. Spin on the Bridge? Spin on the Bridge. Is that the name of the song? Yeah, Spin on the Bridge. That's fire, boy. No, that's cool, but I can't say that's better. But Max Man? The only you. track that's not Yusuke Shiro on the soundtrack, Max Man's Shiva's theme. Hold up, you hold better up. get your life right. What, what, hey. uh, so, and, and how did 2020 change y'all? Me? Yeah, ultimately, how did 2020 change? I had change? been waiting for this my whole life. At the time, I was um, working at the comic shop and a gas station out of town, and it was it was cool because there was less people on the road. And that's that whole isolation that people were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that all the time. So it's like being emotionally detached almost gave me like the advantage to not be affected by it. It was more like with all that happening and, you know, people changing up. uh, We had people pass. We had some major losses and everything like, you know, like Rashawn and everything. It's like, yo, we can sit here. And like, of course, we're gonna mourn them, but we're gonna use that power that Sean tried to like ignite in all of us. Because like, even in our group, anytime anybody was doing something creative, creatively or whatever, he was always there backing us. It's like I wouldn't even be posting gameplay footage because it's like you don't know. And then this doesn't mean I don't mean this to sound arrogant. It's like I play high level on a lot of these shoot 'em ups, but it's like. I wouldn't have thought, I, I just assumed that it's normal, but it's not. So it's like, I'm trying to go forth and do things in a way that shows that I have some kind of passion towards the uh, the hobby or the fan, the, the, the fandom or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's, it's about to blow up. It's about to blow up, man, because it's like, there ain't no punches being pulled no more, man. It's like, yo, I'm about it's, it's full power, put shit out. And the thing is that the the our power lies in the freedom of the vastness. It's like there's a lot of games. There's 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 millions of games to play. But even with that said, even if I'm playing the same game, our content is not gonna be the same because we're not gonna approach it from the same angle or generic viewpoint. It's like we don't have to move to the crowd or the scene or the fads. It's like, it's not like some, some TikTok audio clip that you got to work around and like incorporate into something. It's like, yo, I'm doing this. If you like it, we'll do more. You know, it's, it's like, Hey, it's not, we're not bound by a template. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like shit can come out just as random as it needs to come out. And Content, content. So it's right. cool. Well, what about you, Gerald? Ask the question again. Sorry. How did twenty twenty change you? Twenty twenty. Yeah, that's an interesting question, man. Like, very interesting question. Um, twenty twenty. Uh, I guess kind of like what Jason said. You know, what I'm saying I I, I lost. Uh, a decent amount of people 
um, in the year 2020. Um, I actually graduated from college, technically graduated from college um, right. in 2020, where I wasn't really, you know, we didn't get a, you know, walk across the stage kind of thing because of the pandemic. So right. we had a, a virtual online graduation, you know, and um, they just recently did an actual in, in-person graduation. It was definitely not, it definitely didn't feel, you know what I'm saying? It didn't, it didn't yeah. feel, it, it didn't feel right, but I mean, I appreciate that it happened, but I lost a lot of people. Um, we started ERA in December of 2020, actually. Mm. Um, That's when I started my podcast. Hey, hey, something, it just was kind of like, you know. It's time. It was, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a new thing that happened, being isolated, um, being quarantined. It was all a new thing. It was just a new thing. We didn't know how long it was going to happen. We didn't know anything about it. Right. And, um, you know, I had plans to, to stay living in New York. Like that was my plan to live in New York, get a job in New York and just be in New York, just live there. You know what I'm saying? That was my plan. Um, because New York was basically the epicenter of the pandemic. Everyone was, <laughs> I, I, basically, I decided to leave. I decided that, you know what, I'm going to leave New York and I'm going to go back home. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, along with, I guess, along with the many changes that the world was going through, I was going through a lot of changes myself. And gaming was the one thing that I, always kept me centered, kept me grounded. You know what I'm mm. saying? I, if, if I feel a certain way, I could sit down, I could play a game. I could zone out. I could play a game. And um, like I said, we decided to go ahead with ERA um, and in December of that, of that year. But I guess, you know, it, it changed me in a way. It let me know, like, life is here for a short period of time. It's, it's, it's temporary. Life is temporary. Living yeah. here, if, and, and if you believe that your your you know your energy goes on after you pass on, that's that's cool, that's fine. But the time we have here is limited. You know what I'm saying? So if I want to do something, I yeah. should just do it. Just jump yeah. out there and do it. If it doesn't work out, stop doing it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And um, I, I I made a decision. Like I have an idea about you know creating something um, surrounding retro gaming. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I just, I just have an idea. Like, this can go further, too. It's like, you know, ERA can sponsor, um, like, retro gaming tournaments. You feel what I'm saying? Like, there's there's things we can do. Like, we have merch, you know what I'm saying, that yeah. you can buy and purchase. You know, there's, it's, it's just, I had an idea, and I just went for it, because you don't know what's around the corner. Mm. No idea how long we're going to yeah. be here. No clue. You know who's going to be here with us if there's ideas that you know saying you have like i had an idea um for something and i got i got with uh i got with arcade and we and we you know saying we figured something out and boom here it is and we're still we're still kind of in the process of figuring it out but yeah not, that's life yeah that's life right yeah we kind of like 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 um like he was saying earlier we kind of like let it flow as the mm-hmm. ideas come we let them go if we have an idea, yo, I'm play this game. Let it go. Truth is, is that there was a point, and it might have been just uh, months that I kind of just played games. I just played whatever I had. I went there by months, so I actually have a um, like a uh, a database of saved videos. And right. depending on what I feel like putting up there, I'll put it up there. You know, that's just kind of do, but. Now, 2020 basically changed me in a way that, like, 
it 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 lit a fire underneath me that like if you're gonna do something, do it now. Yeah, life is gonna be here forever. Do it yeah. now. Anything can happen. A pandemic can happen. Do it. Yeah. Now. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Do it now. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of power in now. So 2020 kicked me in the in the behind with now. Do it now. Right. Not putting it off. Do it now. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this this whole podcast is about, you know, giving a person their flowers. And I just want to say thank you to both of you guys, not only for taking your time today, but like I mean me, you Gerald, we talk about this all the time. Like, yeah. like you and Jason, you know, Larry DeMores, like when I started working at Regal, those were a really special group of people. You know what I mean? And and working there, I remember I knew it was I knew it was going to be a special place to work when I was given a tour of the place and I walked into the break room and I saw Hope, Larry, and yourself <laughs> playing spades. Playing spades. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I knew I said the the job itself Hell was yeah. cool. The job itself was cool, but truthfully, I worked at other theaters before then. And what, I don't know if I ever told you this, but like before then, I, I was living in Greensboro and I had to move back to Wilson. And that made me feel like, like I was walking backwards, but working, getting hired at that place and working with you guys and, me, you know, you know, in the camaraderie, the, 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 the job itself was great, but we really made it great were you guys and the people and, and the fun and the laughter. I, I can't count how many times like I laughed so hard. Because Jason did an impression of Cobra Commander, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just it was it was fun, and then to think about like Florida when we all hung out in Florida when you were in the Air oh. Force, you know, and that Man. was like one of the best times of my life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I I tell you, I'm not even joking. I mean, seriously, thank you guys for just being who you are, and I'm just so happy and proud of you guys for doing seeing what you guys are doing with Elite. Because you, you guys, I, I, Gerald, I, I tell you, we say, I say this all the time. Like, you guys are just the, the group of guys. You guys are just immensely talented. It's not even funny. You know what I'm saying? Beyond what you're doing now, Jason draws. Jason has an encyclopedia knowledge of Transformers. You just graduated from NYU. You know what I mean? You yeah. love movies. You know this. It's, it's you know. The stuff that you got, I mean, thinking about even Krishan, the stuff that he was able to do with music. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Really talented guys, man. Stupid talented. So <laughs> I just want to tell you guys. I appreciate it. No, thank you for that. That's the funny that. thing is that, you know, I never, it's funny. I never consider myself talented. It's, it's the thing. It's like, I just try stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Me, you just being me, like, I don't, I, I, I guess I kind of have this thing where I always believe that everyone else is like better than me. Like always, you know what I'm saying? Not better as in they're better human beings or they're better people than I am, but just right. better at things than me. Like I always assume everyone else is better at games than me. Or I always assume that everyone else is better at making films than me and, you know, yada, yada, yada. I just, it's just, just it's just, you know, something I always do. So when somebody says something like you're talented, you know, and, and there is, I, I do appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I really do. But it's like, man, I don't think of myself as talented. I, I really don't. I'm just a person that tries stuff out, you know? Because when we, when we first met, yo, I was breakdancing, man. And right. you call me dancer. 
He was yeah. like, what's up, dancer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Let me get a windmill real quick. And I bust a windmill on the rug, something, yeah. you know, yeah, but, or I mean, on the floor in front of the, the theater, like on the floor of the thing. I just then, bust windmills, and, dude. And then Jamaz would join you again. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a special time, y'all. That was a really special time because you gotta yeah, think yeah, about man. it. This is like, this is like right before, like I, re- I remember when Batman Begins came out and we saw it and man. we watched it there, and we were like, "Holy shit!" You know what I mean? And this is like before the boom of the of these comic book movies. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we would always talk about stuff like that. Yeah, we'll we watch something like X Three and we'd be like, "Wow, that was really shitty." You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, that was really bad. The first Blade movie. The first oh, Blade. Son. We saw that joint three times in the theater, yo. <laughs> yeah. Mine was right. old when we saw that movie. Like, when I got hired at Regal, I was like, um, cool. I said, can I watch X-Men 2 real quick? And he's like, all right, go ahead. And I sat there and watched it. And I was like, yo. Because that I don't care what anybody says. That scene where they invade the mansion... That shit, it still gives me goosebumps. It still yeah, gives that me, shit, and that's the best that Colossus has ever looked. You know mm. what I mean? So mm. I mean, but yeah, that was a really special time, man. I mean, it was just, I mean, like it, it's crazy to look back at it, and like it was a long time ago, actually. It was it was, it was some time ago. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy, man. Like Regal closed up in 06. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. wild. It's been around for a minute, man. Yeah. Yeah. They used to put the damn green onions on the Fiesta potatoes back then. I thought they got rid of the Fiesta potatoes. <laughs> they got them back. They're sorry, though. They can't. They they can't they never they'll, they'll take it away and they'll bring it back. Just with the, the, the pizza and the nacho fries, too. Nacho fries don't taste good no more, man. Hey, check no. this out. It's one more I got for these faces, man. What is you doing, man? This man crazy. <laughs> you traveled over 500 centuries of time to stop. Yo, Bring so look. you learn it cannot be done. No, nah, hold fast. Oh. Check, check. check. <laughs> <laughs> stop. I figured out how to do nah. this thing. How to do this thing. Yo, silly boy. Oh, you changing your... um. Your aspect ratio, like your no, no, no. What happened was like I, I was running out of juice, so I had to put this on a um on a like one of those magnetic chargers, and I'm trying to figure out how to do it where I get the same thing. But um, mm-hmm. you still got a back poster? Yeah, I do. Dude, how about I just realized the other day that the Back to the Future theme song in Nintendo on the Nintendo game, it's Power of Love sped up. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it is. Yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Damn. That, sh- that shitty wait, wait, ass wait, game. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Power of Love sped up. That's that. Yep. That's Power of Love. If they went, they have a video on YouTube, they slow it down. You can hear it. And they'll play it side by side with Power of Love. Yep. Wow. That's crazy. That's about like that Double Dragon 2 Easy Lover shit. What? Stage 2 on Double Dragon 2 on Nintendo is Easy Lover by Phil Collins and Philip Bailey. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah, it is. Swear to, yes, it is. Put yes, it up on YouTube. Put a uh, yes, stage two. No. Down, 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 down. 
Easy love. Oh, day, bro. I gotta look that up. That shit funny. Yeah, it is. It's like they say nothing. Just like Max McCarnish, Max McCarnish, most of their soundtrack is like rock music that they ain't paid for. Really? Oh. Yes. Did I ever play that? I don't think I ever played that. Well, you know, Maximum Carnage, he's on a different game. Maximum Carnage. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of shit. There's some ACDC in there. There's some Black Sabbath. There's some Pantera. The game over music on Maximum Carnage is actually from a solo. Like that. That's, that's actually stolen, too. Well, that's a lot. A, hell. Easy lover. Well, you know about the whole Sonic and Michael Jackson thing, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, I only got like tw- I, I just got to ask you this quick question because I only got like twenty nine percent. And gotcha. um, how can folks reach you? Right. Also, what are you guys doing for your mental health to stay sane in this crazy world? ERA. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you when sometimes when I'm doing my mostly my shoot 'em up. Gameplay like the crazy ones, yeah. That's me calming down. That's that's what I play to relax. It's like those games. It's weird because it's like I can keep up with them, but I'm like, when I'm manic, I'm not like. I don't hear internal monologue like as far as like I just have to do. I don't even have time to process like, hey, move left, move right. I have to just do it. So that's one of the reasons I do it. Because it, it gives my mind, it calms my mind down. Gotcha. That shit's crazy, though. Because I know it's not calm, but it's like, it's weird. I mean, it's calm for you. That's, that's You're right. Yeah. It's weird. I would love to have, like, a, a damn MRI or CT scan or something, like, to see what parts of the brain are lit up and shit. That shit's wild. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, mental health. Honestly, uh, I'm um I'm I'm big in like music, man. You know what I'm saying? I I I really believe like music therapy is is real. <clears throat> like, oh well, yeah, I, yeah. I play games and everything, and that's cool. But I listen to music. Um, I try to stay connected. You know what I'm saying with people if I if I can. Yeah. Um, it's kind of all you can really do. And I mean, my gaming. Um, you know what I'm saying? It it, it feeds my it feeds my you know, need to like have something to do tangibly and um, yeah. test my skill and things like that. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you want to, you want to just see if you can. Sometimes you just want to see if you can. And when, and when you verify that you can, it gives you that, I guess, dopamine hit, I suppose. You know, yeah. you get that, you get that feeling of accomplishment. Like, okay, I did that. I can do that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm a little bit more confident in my ability, you know, overall. So that definitely helps. First of all, real quick, how can people reach you though? Like, how can people reach you? Where was like, uh, um, and yeah. you guys haven't, yeah. We got e- email, um, elite retro agency at gmail.com. If anybody okay. wanted to reach out for, you know, collaborative reasons or, you know, anything, any, anything at all, elite retro agency at gmail.com. And your Instagram is? Well, the Instagram is elite retro agency. Okay. It's elite.retro.com agency on instagram on okay. tiktok 
on TikTok, there's no dots. It's just elite retro agency, one word. Okay. We're also on, we're, well, we're building a YouTube channel. Okay. Um, so that's in the works. And we're also building a Facebook page. So that's in the works. But right now we got the Instagram and TikTok and we're running those really strong. Hopefully in the future, we'll be um, present more on Facebook and also present on YouTube as well. Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. So like, um, what I was going to ask you is, um, because uh, I asked, I remember asking the Morris's question. And, uh, I don't think he gave me a, a answer, because he's like, "That's a hard decision." I was asking, okay. "Do you think the games are better from the past versus doing what, what, what are the games that are out now?" Because to me, the games in the past are a lot more challenging. You know what I mean? Dude, I, I could be wrong. Exactly. It's exactly the same with everything. Like. Look at 90s cartoons and how much robust and complete they were. And it's like, even with music, even like with sounds and stuff and the way music's produced. Right. It does not thump like it did back then. It's like, it's weird. It's like people create and start, technology makes people start relying on the technology. So when they make things with these newer technology, it doesn't hit the same. It's like. Yep. Using the 808 drum machine is not the same as using the 808 sound on Fruit Loops. You know what I'm saying? It's like you lose a a layer of authenticity when you when you go up. Sometimes it's it's um it's like with sound production. It's like they got all this stuff digital, but it's like sometimes you want an analog sound. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's not necessarily better, but a lot of things that come out media related wise, either even cartoons or even like the whole streaming format is made or caters to people or children that have ADD or attention deficit disorder. So it's like, right. It's, it's, it's weird. It becomes weird with gaming because it's like, you don't want to be like boring people with certain things. That's one of the reasons I do play shoot 'em ups because they are quick to follow and I can like come home, cut it on. I don't have to worry about a four gig update or anything like that. I don't have to worry about my, you know, connecting to other character, you know, people and stuff. So it's like with those styles of games, sometimes kids would like I have I'll put gameplay footage in my stories and stuff, and I know some of the parents that have kids with like spectrum disorders or like, you know, just on the spectrum. I know that they show it to them because, uh, you know, the kids actually have never seen anything like this or it might be more appealing to their abilities or just it's the aesthetics of older games sometimes. Just like you have some kids that are like prefer to watch older cartoons or older movies and stuff or listen to older music because I was the same. I mean, I was born in 81, but I was always going back and playing older games like, you know, on Atari and listening to older music on vinyl and everything. So it's like, we're getting to a point where like everything is so, everything new is so derivative that the retro looks new. So it's like, they'll see, kids will see, they'll walk into Walmart and see a shelf of PlayStation 4 games or whatever out this out now and then it's like they'll go to the next island there's an arcade one up machine and they're like oh what's that you know what I'm saying so it's like 
people are realizing, or a lot of companies are realizing that things that they made years ago never stopped being cool. So you can right. go to yeah. like yeah. the owl, the toy owl in Walmart now and still see the same He-Man bodies in similar packaging to the old ones because it's still cool. It's like you don't have to advance everything to make it cool. Like classic video games, it's like you got some people that are the mindset that I take this classic video game and throw a whole bunch of like modern computer graphics and it's like the game's not fun. It's like the, the it's like a lot of older games have complete designs and like the way games come out now, oh, mm-hmm. we could put out something and if it doesn't do right, we can fix it with updates and DLC. I'm not about all that. I ain't about all that, dude. Put put the record out. Put the record out. Put the meat on the table, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> put bacon on the bacon, you know? Keep bacon on the bacon. Do what you do. Silly on the chili. Right. <laughs> We're being lost in the song. And, and, and what not? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, After that, was at your grandma's house. Always. So, always. So, okay, ask the question again, Emmanuel. Sorry. Um, I, I was asking, like, do you think games are better from back oh. then rather than what they have now? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to go ahead and say they're better back then. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody else might have an opinion about it because they probably play more games than I do. They probably right. have a better grasp on, you know, the gaming spectrum as a whole right now. But I'm going to say retro games are better. And the reason I'm going to say they're better is because it's kind of what Jason said. Like, everything now is derivative of games we've already played back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Even Call of Duty is derivative of um, uh, 007 Goldeneye. Ah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we were playing Call of Duty way back then. You, you feel me? Saying? Like, yeah, we were playing these games already, but companies just decided to like polish them, make them look better. They're the same games. You, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and and this and this is an issue that I have when it comes to film, also, because uh. because nowadays people put so much emphasis on how a film looks, the aesthetic, mm. the coloring. If if you know just whatever, like everything has to be like perfect. And that's actually, a, in my opinion, a bad way to make film because life isn't perfect. You right. know, a lot of films that, that feel like a slice of life um, films that, that feel real, you know what I'm saying? Those films more so speak to me more than films that's all polished and all perfect looking and stuff. It's right. like- the, yeah. And that's another thing I've seen on a meme. It's like, you see all this 80s stuff and synthwave stuff. Yeah, there was neon in the 80s, but no, bro. Like, you'll see this shit that's like, yo, everything looks like the, the cafe from Saved by the Bell or some shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the 80s ain't look like that, dude. And it's like, I saw a meme and I'm like, dude, they called out that everything was fucking brown, bro. Yes, like, so look, mm-hmm. all right. I remember that. So, right. Think about like the soap dispensers, like light brown, light tan. Um, ashtrays, dark brown, like you know, what I'm saying just dark brown glass, brown, brown, brown. Was like the 80s were not bright like that. It's like, right, that's just TV, on TV stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah on TV was, but but the thing about the thing about retro gaming too is like, it's like everyone wants to go back to retro gaming except making new games. For example, Shredder's Revenge, hmm. TMNT Shredder's Revenge, it is a retro game. 
It is absolutely a retro game. It is a sequel to Trojan It's time. like, um, you know, I guess nowadays for me, because this is this, this is even with all media, all you know what I'm saying, uh, music, TV, films, video games. It's like when we got these things back in the 80s and 90s, they were brand new franchises. These things right. were they were really uh fleshed out. And then yeah. we got product. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they would think very deeply about the characters, about the story, about continuity. They would think very, very deeply about these things. And then they would make a product. Nowadays, what I think is happening because of the, because of the, uh, you know, I guess the fast pace that everything is happening, everything is mm. coming out. Everyone is so used to getting things quickly. People don't have time to, in their mind, they don't have time to put as much into a project as they used to back in the day. That, this is this is what I was thinking about the other day. I feel like the times right now with all social media and all the access to like different things at one time and streaming, we're at a point in time where there's no general pop culture circle that everybody knows about. It's like back in the 80s and 90s, just like everybody knew Thriller. Everybody knew what Michael Jackson was doing. Everybody knew what movies were coming out. Now, since the, there's no center to pop culture right now. So it's like it's more either people are uh, are into like reality TV and like celebrity gossip or they're all in their own little things. So it's like we get to a point where we get groups of people now that it's hard to even talk about anything because there's no center you see what I'm saying? Like, there's no, there's like back in the '90s, '80s, and even early 2000s, there was things that everybody was expected to know. Yeah, like, I feel like the reason why that is is because things came out a lot slower. So right. We were, we so fast, like, and, yeah, everything just got referenced, getting carved up and shot up, and I don't even know who the fuck they are. There's people on. It's like rap snacks. Half of them motherfuckers, I don't even know what they sound like. They just right, chip right. flavors to me. Like, oh. You deal pickle and jalapeno? Okay. Whatever your dumb name is. It's like, I don't even know these people. Like, those, it's like those Romeo honey barbecue ones are delicious, though. Oh my God. I don't like the wavy ones, man. It's like they ain't got enough surgeon or normal. <laughs> Top tier wrap snacks, little baby's uh, sour cream and cheddar, money bag yo. Uh, <laughs> Money bag, yo. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. I don't even know who that is. Money bag, yo's dill pickle jalapeno fusion. Look at your man, dude. I'm just saying, it's like what you're saying right now is literally indicative of what I just got finished saying. When it comes, I'm saying I don't know these people. Of course, you're not going to know them, but it's the point that it's like I really feel like the stuff that we get now. There's no real thought put into them. There's not a whole lot. Like, dude, what kind of name is the baby? Like that's that's like that's it. I'm I'm not, I'm not, I mean I'm like I real, got like, you. Well, it's like it's it's even more indicative of the fact that if you look at the way stuff is produced now and what's coming out, they are not making anything past the '80s. What do you mean? They are. It's like the focus of everything is still. You might get some late '70s stuff. It's still '80s or '90s up to a certain point. I would say. Stuff is now 81 to 95. Anything that came up to the point where me and you were like 14 is the stuff that they're remaking over and over yeah. again. And now the, the generation is being sampled. It's all 81 to like 95. The movies yeah. that are being remade, 
81 to 95. Yeah. Now. All the fandoms, Turtles, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Power Rangers, anything to count from 81 to 95. Yeah. Dragon Power Rangers Ball. probably being the, la- the last of that stuff. And Gargoyles now. Gargoyles. So, yeah, Gargoyles and stuff is coming back. So it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, they got, they got 81 to 95. And that's yeah. it. So we are the target market, but at the same time, we can intake this stuff in a way that they don't know how to do. True that. So it's like, that's one of the things that's like with retro games coming back. It's like I ain't never stopped playing the shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like me neither. Me neither. So it's like, like so now they want to know how to do it. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like it's a whole different process. That went mm. into making games back then versus making games right now. Like, right. like, for instance, because we have access to social media and developers have access to social media, they can do things like put out a Sonic the Hedgehog trailer and engage the audience. And the audience gives them crap and they literally change the film. Like this right. was something that literally blew my mind because we never... We might would get set photos in a wizard magazine, but like live day to day and actual change and input. Right. I've never, never seen that happen in my life, yo. Never. We wouldn't. We talking about the old, the, old, the ugly sign thing you're talking about? Yeah. And they they yeah. literally changed it in the film. He looks different than he did when they first released. Initially had it like trailer. that. Yeah. They actually brought in the designer of his actual character design to come and fix it. Well, well is it? But it's like, yes. we're living, basically, my point, we're living in different times. Right. Mm-hmm. We're living in different times. And developers are trying to cater, cater to this audience. And we never, we never had that opportunity. It was just, we making some shit, either you like it or you don't. Thanks, guys, for your time. And, you know, thank you guys for being on the show. And, you know, I love you both. You're my friends. <laughs> <laughs> on me i just want my popcorns i want my, my two popcorns and as you said they, they don't don't push nothing on me don't don't push nothing <laughs> <on me. laughs>